Hey, this is Coach Chesson. I just want you to know the Joe Padula show is more addicting than a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Absolutely. <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. Hey, I really got to quit drinking. I promise this time. It's Thursday. It's the Joe Padula show. Absolutely. Woo! Hold on, that one hurt a little bit. <laughs> Let me try that again. I'll work flare it. Woo! Yeah, that's a little bit better. But yes, it is Thursday, January 9th, 2020. This our Lord's year. And this combat war veteran. Formerly with the Sec Brigade Combat Team Strike. 101st Airborne Division Air Assault is ready. I'm ready for some real talk. I am ready for some real facts. I am ready for your real opinions. And I'm ready to party with a purpose. Ah, oh, yeah. Love me that dubstep. I blame Shelly. Regular on the show for the drinking. That's who I blame, babe. You know, we went to uh, we went to a restaurant yesterday downtown Clarksville. Uh-huh. Yada on Franklin mm-hmm. used to be yada 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 the coffee shop and has expanded new location and huge beautiful restaurant. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem: when you buy the buy the bottle in a restaurant, it's cheaper, but you gotta finish it. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and other people don't drink wine as fast as I do. Okay, so their glasses, when mine becomes empty, they still have sips in theirs. I don't want to be like the oddball out, so I gotta fill up my glass, so I can fit in and be like the be like the others, be one of us, one of us, right? So I finished that glass, and they're still on their first one. By the end of the night, the bottle's gone. They all enjoyed their half a glass. Don't worry, we'll make it, we'll make it. We are Clarksville's number one talk show. Why? No other talk shows out there. But also because we cover the news honestly, we bring up good opinions, we bring up real facts, and man, even though we don't agree on everything, we always just make it a good conversation. Everyone's walking away with a handshake or a hug. I promise you that. Well, except for those four, four people. Right. But hey, sometimes you can't control it. All right? You, could, can't, you, you can't really ruin your integrity sometimes. You gotta stay true to the facts, even if it does maybe lose your friend or two. Right. It's all right. It's all right. Remember the one that that said "f you" and hung up the phone, yeah. but didn't say "f you." Said the words. Mm-mm. Hmm. That's okay. Don't curse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Also broadcasting live via Facebook Live. You want to be a part of it? Go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page. Click like. Scroll down and see the live video feed. Make sure to put in your comments. Say, hey, how you doing? All right. We're going to get to those comments in a little bit. Don't forget to share it on your timeline. Please share it on that timeline. We need your help in spreading the word. I mean, also, if, hey, you miss anything, we also uh, we got accepted onto the uh, the Apple podcast, the Google podcast, the Spotify, SoundCloud, the whole bit. So glad to have you guys all aboard. Well, the show divided into two parts. First part. National coverage. All the big trending topics 
we're gonna dive right into. I got a lot of information, but I don't have it in a boring manner. This ain't no PowerPoint slide. The second half, a local focus. Yeah, we bring in the, the representatives, we bring in the politicians, we bring in the business owners, the haymakers, the whole bit. And we go over it all. Come on in, Gary. We got Teacher Gary coming in. Fake news. Have a seat, Teacher Gary. I'll tell you what, Teacher Gary, take the uh, t take the corner one, all right? Take the corner one. Thanks, Teacher Gary. There he is. What's up, Teacher Gary? How are you, man? I'm doing good. Good man, good man. I like your shirt. Look at that. You got a periodic... Oh, it's a Star Wars periodical table. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, you took a shirt that was really nerdy already and made it even nerdier. Exactly. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go to the Joe Padilla Show Facebook page. Click like, scroll down, look at that video, and look at that t-shirt. I love it. Here, Gary, can you stand up for a second? Here. Yeah, look at that thing. Yeah. Star Wars. Look at that beard, too. Hey, your, stu there. your students must love the beard, right? They do. Yeah. Uh, are they allowed to touch it, or is that like... Um, That's yeah. like, you got to go above and beyond. Okay, yeah, if you touch... Right, right, right. Man. Well, today on the show, whew, was the Ukraine flight that crashed right after takeoff in Iran during their missile strike actually shot down by Iran? Oh, my God. Ukraine and the U.S. and now Canada think so. He's asking if your volume's good. Oh, well, uh, microphone. On your, on your uh, telephone. Oh, no, he's asking. Oh, okay, okay, good. You, you don't hear this? No, no, I didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah, turn, yeah turn off the volume on. Is that what that was? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's all right. I still hear it. I still hear it. Who's got the volume on? Oh. Who is it? Is it this computer? It's you on the computer. Go figure. No, no, it's not this one. Maybe it's this one. No, I don't think it's this one either. It's gone. Okay, moving forward. Also... Google is now handing over to the feds the search history of Jesse Smollett. Oh, boy, Bay. On what, that day. What, Bay, what was on the Empire actor, the former, now former Empire mm -hmm. actors, what was he looking up right before the alleged fake crime? Woo! I want to hear about this. A full year of research. On what? Bay, I'll fill you in in just I a bit. I hear you. We'll get into it. <laughs> well, it's also Conspiracy Theory Thursday today. Today's topic, who is flying the swarms of drones over Colorado and Nebraska? And why? Well, with our guest, okay, the Tinfoil Hat Podcast, Jenna Bonacci, she's going to weigh in and fill us in on some awesome things. I got some footage, too. It's kind of creepy. It, it, like, Jenna, I don't know what the hell's going on over there in Colorado, Nebraska, and why just those areas? Wisconsin, too. Wisconsin. And the military saying, nope, not us. The, the feds are now investigating it. So who is doing this and why? It's kind of creepy, kind of creepy. We'll get into it all. Plus, Representative Hodges is going to be stopping by. we got some bills that we got to go over here today. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Well, let's just get right into it. Coming up, was the Ukraine flight that crashed right after takeoff in Iran, this was right after the missile strike in Iraq, actually shot down by Iran, Ukraine, the U.S., and now Canada believe so. And if so, now what will happen to Iran after killing 
176 innocent civilians from around the world in that plane. Yeah. Iran into a big problem is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Joe Padula here. I see you watching the video. Do you want to be in the video? Come join us in the studio. All you got to do is go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page, click like, send a private message. It's too easy. Absolutely. So, one of the most stressful things to do is buy or sell a house. Well, that all changes. Why? Shelly Holiday Realtor Remax North Star. She eliminates the stress parts of buying or selling a house. She'll work that deal. She networks. She knows how to do it. She's Shelly Holiday, Realtor Remax North Star. And you want her. I'll tell you what. Just go to her Facebook page. She's Shelly Holiday, Realtor Remax North Star. Just do it. Click like, send her a message. Hey, this is LaToya Cavanaugh. You listen to the Joe Padula Show. He's way funner than DJ Pryor. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was the Ukraine flight that crashed right after takeoff in Iran? This was the one right after Iran shot those missiles into Iraq. Well, was that flight actually shot down by Iran? Well, the Ukraine and the U.S. and now Canada. Well, they think so. It's a boot time. Well, and if so, if this is the scenario, what will now happen to Iran after killing 176 innocent civilians from around the world? Oh! <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We got, uh, we got Jenna Bonacci on microphone. What's up, Jenna? Here, right up on that mic, Jenna. Yeah. A little loud. Hold on. Mic check. Mic check. Hello. Yeah, there you go. Good voice. Good voice. Soft but good. Thank you. I can talk loud. No, no, no. It's all right. I'm about to make a 999 call. <laughs> right? 1 900. <laughs> My PayPal is 299 the first minute. 99 cents each additional minute. <laughs> Dallas, you don't have to worry about getting that joke. I don't think those commercials exist anymore. Oh, they still do. Oh, do they? they? Do. Yeah. Yes, they, they do. Know, right? No, no, I don't pay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dallas, how old are you? Nine. Nine years old. We got young Dallas in studio today. <laughs> Teacher oh. Gary. What's up, Teacher Gary? Not much. Just coming in. I got some good news for you later. Okay, good. Good. What's up, Pay? How's it going? What do you think the good news is? Well, I have no idea. Come on, take a guess. You know who keys your car? Bay? No. <laughs> I don't, actually. I just don't. Here are the U.S. officials. They said uh, that today, okay, that they believe that the Ukrainian airliner that crashed earlier this week was uh, mistakenly shot down by the Iranian military. I told you it pops off. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to see uh, what we're talking about, just go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page. Click like. Scroll down to see that live video feed. If you want to weigh in with your comments, please do. Definitely share it on your timeline, too. Let's see what your friends think about this. So, yeah, they think it was shot down by Iranian military with a Russian-made surface-to-air missile. So, the, uh, the, the crew of the UK and International Airline, okay, it's a Boeing uh, 737. 
It crashed in Iran, killing all 176 people on board. And what they said was that the, the initial Iranian investiga- investigative report said that the flight never made a radio call for help and were trying to turn back to the airport when their burning plane went down. Meanwhile, Ukraine said it considered a missile strike as a as a, one of the definitely uh, several possible theories for the crash, despite Iran's denials. And by the way, Boeing stock got hammered right after the crash. Hammered. Good, you finally made it in, Shelly. You, you do know we only have like, you know, like four commercials and we don't play the music anymore, right? How you doing, Joe? Okay, well, I'm, I'm mad at you because you got me drunk yesterday. What? That's not even, I don't even know what you're talking about. <sighs> Hung over today. Did you not at, at Yacht on Franklin? No. Okay. Mm. Gary. I'm going to go with no. Or, I think it's an old bottle of wine you had. No, it was at, it was at Yada. I have the check-in proof. <laughs> you have a check for meatballs. I have the check-in proof. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I had the meatballs, too. Yeah, we had meatballs. I'm not endorsing it, but it was good. <laughs> right. Really Officially, I can't. You know. <laughs> All right, so here's how it went down. The Iranian report suggests that a, uh, that a sudden emergency struck the Boeing 737 operated by Ukrainian International Airlines early Wednesday morning when it crashed just minutes after taking off from the, uh, the Imam Khomeini International Airport. That's in Tehran. Some say Tehran. It's the capital of Iran. And about an hour after this all went down, this was an hour after the, uh, Iran sent those 14 missiles into Iraq meant for U.S. soldiers and service members. Four didn't make it. Now, uh, investigators from Iran's uh, civil aviation organization offered no immediate explanation for the disaster. However, Iranian officials initially blamed a technical malfunction for the crash. A theory backed by Ukrainian officials before they refused to speculate because the investigation wasn't complete, right? So, you know, Iran goes, oh, it was, it was technical. Technical, right. So Ukraine goes, okay, let's see what happens. But get this. That downed Ukraine International Jetliner was built in 2016. And its last maintenance was conducted Monday, January 6th. That's almost 24 hours prior to this crash. So the uh, 737-800 plane, big plane, was part of this uh, this next generation of Boeing's widely flown uh, single-aisle airliners. My favorite, though, by the way, the, the single-aisle ones. And, uh, because I like I get getting the window seat all by myself. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Ryan. <laughs> now, they're, uh, Ukraine Secretary Council, Secretary of uh, Security Council, said, quote, A strike by a missile, possibly for a, uh, it was a Tor missile system, is among the main theories. As information has uh, surfaced on the internet about elements of a missile being found near the uh, the site of the crash. I'm missing the whole... Strong like bull. I'm a... <laughs> That's it, Italian-Russian? I will break you. <laughs> yeah, and get this, okay? The uh, Iran has still not given permission to the Ukraine... 
to help investigate or go on their land. Yeah, that's a little weird. Look at this footage, too. Have you guys seen this footage? Yeah, you ain't kidding. Not only that, the plane's black boxes, they were found, okay, in the wreckage, not far from the airport. But yes, Iran is refusing to turn them over to Boeing or National Transportation Safety Boards, which is what you have to do. <laughs> yep. Our witnesses, including the, uh, the crew of another flight passing above it, Describe seeing the plane engulfed in flames before crashing. It's 6.18 in the morning that day. Oh, Boeing's uh, shares, their stocks rebounded, by the way, after today. Because the Pentagon, they put out the statement that, hey, the downing of the Ukrainian airliner in Tehran was likely due to surface-to-air uh, surface missile fired by Iran. The Ukraine International Airlines flight was carrying 82 Iranians, 63 Canadians, 11 Ukrainians, nine of which were crew members, 10 Swedes, four Afghans, three Germans, three British. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> you ain't kidding. So if uh, senior U.S. defense and the U.S. intelligence officials, so if their reports say that the plane was hit by an anti-aircraft missile system, most likely from Iran. What will happen to Iran now? What will happen? Teacher Gary, your thoughts? They'll go with the ever-popular sanctions, sanctions, and more sanctions. Sanctions? Oh, yeah. That's... The people in power do not have the cojones to do what really needs to be done. Uh, for Dallas's sake, what is a cojone? No. <laughs> Just kidding, kiddo. Oh, she knows. But hey, I'll tell you this, though. I mean, not for nothing. If they are shooting down, whether, uh, you know, uh, on purpose or a malfunction accident, that airport should be shut down. Oh, yeah. Shelly, do you think it was surface-to-air missiles, or do you think the, uh, the Iranians have it right that it was a maintenance failure? No, I think it was a missile. You think it was a missile? Yeah. Why? Because of the timing of their airstrikes onto al-Assad in Iraq? Yeah, I do. And, and just because there hasn't been uh, any other rational explanation. And it's kind of like, oh, hush-hush, you know? Right. Right, right. Like, Jenna, like you said, no black box. Right. No Ukraine. You can't come here to help investigate. No cooperation. Uh, close to that mic. Close to that no, mic. I said no cooperation whatsoever. Right. Now, now, with that, I mean... Okay, say say the U.S., Canada, and uh, Ukraine is right. With, with this, was shot down by a missile. All right. It just seems to be they shoot off these 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 fourteen missiles into Iraq. No casualties, by the way, uh, on the U.S. side, any side actually. Do you think that they were just in panic mode, like, oh my God, we they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna attack us? Personally, it makes me wonder who was on that plane. That's, oh. what that's what I've said from, from kind of I like one. the way you think. <laughs> who was getting out of town an hour after these missile strikes? Because this, this, pl this flight was delayed an hour because of missile strikes. Yeah. Too convenient. I mean, I mean, they didn't say it was because of missile strikes, the, the, the delay or whatever, but, I mean, come on. No, too, too convenient, and again, it's... it's 
the big thing in sort of the conspiracy community is a who was on that plane. Right. First, first thought is that there's no way that's. I don't believe in coincidence. Not on that level, anyway. I gotta get you closer on that mic. I need that beautiful voice. Get get, get right up on it. Right up on. It. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. There we go. Like mouth to mouth, pretty much. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Dallas. Can you cut her mic? I love it. <laughs> Bay. What is this? What is this all about? Cover up. Cover up. <laughs> By who? The Iranians? <laughs> Whoever is over there. They were like, oops. They didn't go to plan. Didn't go to plan. Mm-mm. Now I want to know who was on that plane. <laughs> I'm not even concerned about who's on the plane. I think they're covering it up because it's ineptness of the Iranian army. Yep. Joe and I, we met on. I was working radars. Uh huh. If those radars aren't, aren't shut off right, the CRAM system or other things tied to it will go off without automation. They'll go off automatically without an override. Well, they just launched 14 missiles. Yep. They clearly tracked them using radars. <laughs> Someone didn't hit the right switch. Now they want to cover it up because that technically qualifies as an act of war against civilians, which is a Geneva Conventions violation. So they want to cover it up cover. so that we don't come in as a, as a global society and wipe them off the face of the earth. Because Iran's economy with the current sanctions, they are hurting. The only thing they got right now is their oil. Imagine they get the sanction. Sorry, nobody can buy their oil. And if you buy them, you get sanctioned. It is a cover-up. Mm-hmm. I truly believe it. It's a cover-up. I have no proof of it yet, but I do believe when, when Ukraine, the U.S., and Canada go, hey, something. Canadians. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. All right. Coming up. Well, I'll tell you what. What do you think? Write in your comments. I can't wait to read them. Tell us what you think. Honestly, if you think this is a bunch of wackadoos in here... Let us know, because you're half right. You're three quarters right. All right, all right. Don't forget to share it on your timeline, all right? Coming up, Google has now been ordered to hand over to the feds the Google search history of Jesse Smollett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so, what was the now former Empire actor looking up right before his alleged fake hate crime? Hmm. And now, almost a year later, will he go to jail in 2020? Hey, let's go walk. Let's go for a walk and get a subway sandwich in sub-zero temperatures in Chicago at 1 a.m. is is next on the Joe Padula <laughs> Show. Absolutely. Hey, this is Maria Charms with Artlink, and I love the Joe Padula Show because I like the authenticity of the guests that come on the show, the community business owners, the entrepreneurs, the leaders, and learning about all of the local events, the crazy stories. You got to hear about them, and you're listening to the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Oink. Water dogs. Water dog scuba and safety. There's a whole world to discover underwater, and at Water Dog Scuba and Safety, they're here to help you explore it. Veteran and locally owned, and whether you're already an expert diver or beginner seeking adventure, Water Dogs offers private and scheduled dive trainings for all ages. Get those kids, but no dogs. Go check out their Facebook page. Look at their underwater videos. 681 North Spring Street, downtown Clarksville. Go say hello to Rich and Cecil and the team at Water Dog Scuba and Safety. 
safety. Hey, this is Teresa Jarvis, mayor of Oak Grove, and Oak Grove loves Joe Padula. But Joe, come on now. Enough with the Cat West jokes. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You got the headphone hair. Oh, yes. Another actor's career bites the dust. Yeah, Google has now been ordered to uh, hand over the... To the feds. The Google search history of... Jesse Smollett. <laughs> so, was the now former Empire actor looking up? What was he looking up on his Google? This was right before his alleged fake hate crime. Oh, I gotta know. Where to order MAGA hats. Oh my God, right? <laughs> and now, almost a year later, will he be going to jail in 2020? Damn. Hmm. The feds kept the case open, right? Well, the uh, the vo- the warrants that were filed last month in Cook County mm-hmm. Circuit Court, that's in Illinois, that's where Chicago is, it's where Jesse Smollett currently lives. He's from California originally. He's from a suburb of San Francisco. Well, uh, I mean, the warrants, okay, will give investigators access to Smollett's and his managers' texts, emails. Photos, location data, drafted and deleted messages, any files in their Google Drive cloud storage services, Google voice text, calls, and contacts. It's always there. As well as their search and web browsing history. Oh, boy. You know what I just learned? I will never, ever fake a hate crime. Ever. I am never going to hand that... That power over anybody. That's why you got to learn to talk and code. Duck, duck, go. Uh, duck, duck, go. Duck, duck, go is a good one. Yeah. Yes, sir. Instead of Google, duck, duck, go. Woo. So, yeah, so, and uh, this is, uh, oh, look at this. They also, uh, it's anything dated between November 2018 to November 2019. And we all know what happened, allegedly happened, on January 29, 2019. So you're looking at January, December, November, three months prior to the quote-unquote incident to all the way to November 2019. I think after's going to be way more interesting. After. Yeah. The after. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Way more interesting. Well, Smollett, the black dude, openly gay, right? I mean, if you, if you don't know the story, I, I tell you what, there's a lot of people that don't know the story. I find that surprising, but not as much anymore because people, I don't know, people don't listen sometimes. They don't pay attention to the news. I don't, I don't blame them. It's always depressing and fake because of <laughs> stuff like this. Right. So he garnered this national attention and, uh, I, I don't know, I would say immediate sympathy from media and celebrities alike. After he claimed that two men attacked him on January 29, 2019 and placed a quote-unquote noose around his neck, which turned out to be a clothesline string made into like a new shape. And uh, the alleged 
guys, two of them, shouted racist and homophobic epithets at him. That was the claim. Smollett's manager, he called 911. He was outraged. Yep, and he was at the scene and visible and on surveillance footage from the night of the attack, right? Well, investigators with the Chicago police, they revealed a little plot twist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Smollett allegedly paid uh, $3,500 to two brothers, both natives of Nigeria. Jack dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And also, you can, you can see them here. Let's take a look here. Uh, let me show you some uh, some Smollett footage. Mm-hmm. Question is, were they princes? Oh, oh, uh, no, uh, w- w- where was, uh, where, w- where was, uh, coming to America? Where were they originally from? Wagand- Wagandan. No, no, no. W- yeah, no, it is. No. Come to America, yes, it no, is. No, not Wagandan. Yeah, huh? it is. <laughs> I thought it was Cameroon. Uh-uh. Sh- Shelly, could you look that up on Wikipedia? Uh, uh, thank you. On Fakeupedia? Thank you. I don't think so. Well... <laughs> Oh, look at this. Look at, look at this. Come on. So, uh, nonetheless, the uh, the investigation by the uh, the police revealed, uh, yeah, money paid to the brothers to uh, to attack him outside of his apartment building. State's attorney Kim Fox, remember her, right? Originally charged Smollett in February 2019 with 16 counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly orchestrating the incident. But then, remember, she dropped all the charges a month later with, like, no explanation, right? And she worked for the Obamas, remember? Man. And then the, another thing. Well, well, if you are racist, you're not going to know he's on Empire. Well, leading judge Michael Tooman, okay? Well, he, uh, he then appointed a special prosecutor, Dan Webb, to look into Fox's decision. Well, Judge Tooman signed the new search warrants for that Google. That was on December 6th is when he signed the, the search warrants, ordering the company's representatives, agents, and employees not to disclose his order to turn over the record, saying that to do so may jeopardize an ongoing criminal investigation. Man, what are they going to find? I mean, I mean, it, it, I don't know. Three months prior to the attack, the attack, months after the attack, what will they find in text messages? What do you think in in Google searches prior to the attack? Jenna, what do you got? That's what I was just, I knew you were going to ask me because I can't think of nothing. Meanwhile, real quick, it's Zamunda. Oh, yeah, Zamunda. Oh, Zamunda. Okay. Okay. I I think a lot of it. Zamunda. Yes. The king of Zamunda. Gary, what do you think? I, I think what they're going to find is conversations between him, his manager, the two Nigerian guys, and the officials kind of linking. Prince Hakeem? Yeah. Yeah. Why things are being dropped. Mm. I think they're going to find a link there. Okay. Shelly, what do you think? What are they going to find prior to the attack? History-wise. Text-wise, voice messages-wise, search. I mean, it's it's all going to be incriminating. You think so? Yeah, 100%. 
Bay, what do you think specifically? What, what, what's going to pop up? Yeah, you guys are very general today. Sorry. Y'all ready? Yes. Oh, y'all ready? The exact test. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, Jenna, you mentioned that they're going to find stuff. What happens after the through their searches after the attack, uh, the alleged attack? What What do you think is going to come up? I think it's just going to be the big sort of, you know, oh crap moment. Uh huh. Where, where he realizes that, you know, I think the first part of it's going to be, you know, oh, we got away with it. You know, can you believe these people are falling for it type thing? Right. And then once it starts to unravel, uh huh. It's going to be the. Yeah. The covering up part. The, oops. Hey. <laughs> hey, uh, Prince Hakeem and uh, what was. Uh, what, what was. Uh, What's in your hall? Yeah, what was this in your hall's name in that one? Shelly. <laughs> the what? Is any Hall's name in uh, his character in Coming to America? Why'd you close it? I didn't. Oh. Semi. Semi. Oh, Very you. good, Gary. He wins. Semi, where's my son? Right. Where is Prince Hockey? Ah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yo, hey, guys. D- delete. Delete this, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Throw away the receipts. <laughs> right. That's why you get... Hey, you still got those MAGA hats? Get rid of them. <laughs> I'm curious to, to see, too, you know, I mean, I'm assuming that, that he'd be rather paranoid. You know, uh-huh. Kind of, you know, hey, guys, have, has anybody reached out to you? Or, mm-hmm. You know, I just well, I just don't think he really was, I don't even know where the idea would have come from. Do you remember also f- following the attack, the Nigerian brothers went to Nigeria? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Hmm. Can't wait to see, uh... You know, hey, did you land yet? <laughs> How's yeah. the weather? How you enjoying my money? Yeah. <laughs> all $3,500 of it. Right? Is that all it was? Yeah, $3,500. That's it? Yeah. Or how many times he Googled himself after it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Like, well, what celebrity is, is wishing me well today? Like, I just don't get the motivation. I mean, the guy, I mean, Empire's, you know, I wouldn't call him like an A-list actor, but I mean, he had a pretty good thing going. Well, you know? the rumor was he was not, he was getting no, pushed off the show. He was, he was, uh, okay. They were going to kill him off. They were going to write him off. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you write off somebody that has the sympathy of the nation? True. Right. Still write them off. <laughs> I don't think they're going to find anything before or after. Do you know why? What? Because two racist white guys were in Chicago at 1 a.m. <laughs> in January in, in 20 below weather outside a subway. Okay? Poor subway. And, uh, and, and you know, big, big Empire fans. Obviously, these, the homophobic uh, white guys, <laughs> they love that show Empire. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is mega country! <laughs> right. Oh, so, yeah, they're going to, I mean, they're going to, Gonna be fine. Yeah. Well, let's put some bleach in some hot sauce jars and dump it on him. You got that, noose, Cletus? <laughs> Nuh-uh. I didn't get the I didn't get the noose, Billy Bob, but I got some clothesline straight. <laughs> I told you to get the noose, Cletus. Mama's gonna tan your hide when she sees you took her good clothesline today. Oh, Cletus, I don't know if we should should attack him. He's got a subway footlong in his hand. <laughs> don't worry, he'll eat it afterwards. The guy took the sandwich back to the apartment, was eating it with the cops while he kept the noose on as the cops walked in. Uh, apparently, he wasn't that shooken up of the incident. 
Oh. If he still had an appetite. Look at them. Unbelievable. <laughs> there they are. There's the, they, they don't walk like white guys. Uh, is that racist? Is that racist of me to say? Nah. Thank you, I don't Dallas. Think so. I say a lot of things and think it's racist. Oh, okay, Dallas. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I love it. All right. All right. All right. Let's move forward to our uh, conspiracy theory Thursday. Today's topic: Who is flying the swarms of drones over Colorado and Nebraska, and now Wisconsin? Skynet. And why? Why are they doing it? The federal government says they are investigating it. The military says it's not theirs. So let's go over it all with our guest from the Tinfoil Hat Podcast, Jenna Bonacci. Conspiracy Theory Thursday is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, y'all. This is Shelly Holiday, realtor at REMAX North Star. So feel free to add your comments and don't forget to share it on your timeline. Bay's my favorite. Absolutely. It's 8.50 and you have to be at work at 9. I'm late. I have to brush my teeth, eat breakfast, get dressed, and do my makeup? No, you don't. Uh... Who are you, and how did you get in my room? I'm the cosmetic tattoo fairy. Really? No, I'm just your friendly neighborhood cosmetic tattoo artist. Oh, what a relief. I thought maybe this was just a dream. Wake up in your makeup with the help of Kara Jensen, cosmetic tattoo artist with over nine years' experience specializing in brows, eyeliner, lip color, and so much more. No regrets. Wake up in your makeup. Just don't give us your house key. Salutations. This is Casey Bryant with Local Clarksville. Don't forget to download our app to find local places to eat, shop, and play. You're listening to The Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Representative Jason Hodges throwing the, uh, the headphones there. So, uh... So when I talk, I don't sound weak to you. <laughs> oh. Just got insulted off the air. It was off the air. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> My bad. And I bring that up then. <laughs> but yes, Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Today's topic, who is flying the swarms of drones over Colorado and Nebraska and now Wisconsin? And why? The federal government says they are investigating it. The military says it's not theirs. So let's go over it all with our guest from the Tinfoil Hat Podcast, Jenna Bonacci, in today's Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Dun dun dun. What's up, Jenna? How you doing? I'm all right, Joe. Here, here, I, you got to move that mic. It's got to be right on you, Jenna. I, I know, I know. Better? Yeah, a little bit. I feel all like right. I'm assaulting it. No, yeah. no you're good. <laughs> here you go. Yeah, definitely assault. Oh yeah. I'm cutting it and out. Too. Yeah, I know because I'm. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. We're, we're move good. forward, move forward. Uh, oh. I'm done with the unprofessionalness. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe, don't fire me. Nah, nah it's all right. Wait, you're not paying me, so how can you fire me? All right, see you later. We'll do this our own. <laughs> all right, for, uh, for more, go to, uh, go to samtriply.com, too, all right? And hey, check out the, uh, the Tinfoil Hat podcast on Facebook, all right? Very informative, very entertaining. I've been enjoying this last couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah. All right, and uh, it, it's got a, I mean, the investigations of, of the world of conspiracies and other fringe topics. I really do appreciate it. It's very unique. Good approach. All right, what the hell's going on? What, what's going on here? What the... Well, the thing is... You guys are embarrassed me in front of a state representative here. I was fixing. <laughs> okay. Leave us alone, Jeff. Damn. You do this during the breaks. This is why you... All right. <sighs> All right. Are we good? No. We're great. We're great. <laughs> 
think. All right. So last week, authorities have said that the uh, the drones flying in rural Colorado, Nebraska, they don't appear malicious. But there's a there's there's not a whole lot more they know about them. But they are looking for like a vehicle that may be controlling the aircraft. Before we get into it with Jenna, let's uh, let's go to this uh, this video, this news broadcast of of what what the hell we're talking about here. And if you want to see what we're talking about, just go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page, click like, scroll down, and boom, you'll see Jason Hodges' name right then and there. <laughs> see what I did for you, Jay? There we go. Thanks. All right, let's take a look. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Boom. Pause, you guys. Let's do this. FBI is helping investigate the growing mystery of unidentified drones flying over two states. The drones have been spotted buzzing hundreds of feet in the air at night over Colorado and Nebraska. Investigators are looking for a suspicious vehicle to help track down who is responsible. Janet Shamlian is in Greeley, Colorado. Janet, what's the significance of this vehicle? Anthony, so authorities are calling it a mobile command vehicle with antennas. And this morning, there is a very active search for it here in northern Colorado. From seeing these drones for ourselves, it's clear these are not hobbyists flying them. It is a very sophisticated operation. Uh, two questions. When, when she means hobbyists, what, what is she talking about? Just like a, a bunch of punk kids flying drones around? Yeah, just, I mean, you, there's... Or even like rich. Okay, and and the uh, the second question is uh, this jacket does her, does it make her look fat? It makes her look bigger than she is. Yes, that the, yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it look, it look like really a, popular. It look like a warm jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call her Kool Aid from now on. No. Right. That's a drone. Michelle Eckhoff has been watching large drones fly over her home for the last week, just after dark, several at a time. The first time you actually saw one, what did you think? It was odd. It honestly, it reminded me of War of the Worlds. The sky is lit up with Christmas lights, basically. There's lights and things flying all over. Hers is among the hundreds of reports across several states since December of large commercial-sized drones flying low at night, often in formation. What are you doing from a law enforcement perspective, or what can you do? Well, there's no criminal violation that, uh, that we can deal with in the law. We're trying to figure out who's flying them just to put people's uh, nerves at, at ease. But authorities want more than that. On Monday, 77 agencies formed a joint task force to identify who is flying the drones and why. No private company or public agency, including the military, has owned up to flying them. The FAA says it's taking the sighting seriously and in a statement said in part, we have not determined the source of the reported drone flights. There's one hovering over here. We were with Michelle Eckhoff in her backyard as the sun set and the skies lit up with drones. It's been dark for about a half hour and we are seeing drones all over the sky. They appear as little twinkling lights. Sometimes there's just one, but in other cases we've seen clusters Damn. of six or more. That's not something this new mom thought she'd ever witness. When she left the city for a place she hoped, she'd see only stars. It's really concerning. Do they have cameras on them where they're watching us and what we're doing? Can they see into our homes? Are they looking into our homes? They're, they're are they big. following they vehicles? Are they, right? I mean, what yeah. are they doing? Some frustrated residents have threatened to shoot down those drones. <laughs> yes. On I Monday, the FAA it. and Sheriff's Department <laughs> here <laughs> strongly FAA advised against that. Yeah. Obviously, obvious against safety <laughs> concerns, but also it's the fact that it is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Very concerning stuff, Janet. Thank it's you It's only very illegal much. if you get caught. Man. <laughs> right. All right. Well, they're also concerned, too. I mean, they're, they're saying that they, that they could explode because of the battery power or whatever, but then there's a lot of other individuals who are saying that they, they might have explosives on them. You know, yeah. there's, there's so much to unpack. Yeah, because this. drones are actually can be a dangerous weapon. Very, very. I watched that movie, Angel Has Fallen. Right. And they use them drones, and boy... Okay, I got a whole new respect for them now. All right, Jenna, <laughs> of uh, right. of the Tinfoil Hat Podcast. Yes, yes. So, like, I what said, are they saying? There's there's a lot to unpack, and I actually spent a few hours last night talking to some people that are actually witnessing this. Um, I've got some some amateur video, right? Um, and it's just it, they started out in uh, I believe it was Northeast Colorado, somewhere right before Christmas, right around December twentieth, and um, is. They're all the way over to Wisconsin now, so they just kind of keep spanning out. And um, you had mentioned earlier about hobbyists. You know, um, these are expensive, huge drones. We're How big? Between six to nine feet in uh, wingspan. That's like a military. That's a, like a small, like a Cessna. Right, like like uh, Teacher Gary. You know, uh, we served together. We we had our drones over there, right? Yeah, the Ravens that we used to be able to throw. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the the that. ones that we shot off. Yeah, and we had the bigger ones as well. Right now, well, uh, go on. No, why why do you think Colorado? A lot of people are saying. Well, first of all, there's the missile silos over there. Okay. Um, and I I had a map and I forgot to send it to myself, but. There's there's quite a few and of course you know they're deny of course they're going to deny that that's that it has anything to do with that but that's what a lot of people are saying not only that it's very rural are people thinking that maybe perhaps these are uh, these are not Americans that are operating these drones we're starting to kind people are kind of starting it's at this point it's just throw it at the wall and see what sticks because uh-huh. literally it's nobody knows um, some people are saying that it could just all be a big fear tactic scam to try and uh, put better FAA regulations on drone operators. Some people are saying it's a social experiment, um, you know, just to gauge people's reactions to, to something like this. But what I think is is really messed up is that they're flying over cities. And I have an interesting story that someone just, um, just told me about earlier. Uh-huh. But um, apparently when they fly out over the rural areas, they're flying almost in a grid formation. And there could be upwards of a dozen of them. But when they fly over the cities, they're almost doing a, a leapfrog-type line formation, um, and it's it's just it's really it's really a mystery. I mean, there's no one has any clue. Gotta find out All why. Fear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's there's got to be something behind it, and and um, most people believe that there obviously has to be military involvement, or you know, some people are also saying Lockheed Martin. Um, I have it. Let's see the the V bat. I think is the name of the new one that Lockheed is coming okay. out with. But again, these are not hobbyist drones. These, these are expensive. They are high-end. Um, you know, I mean, people are even saying that it could be Amazon. But they're Amazon <laughs> Prime, a delivery. But come on, we're talking the mountains here. I mean, it's, you know, it's people. Drug are, running. Drug running. That's, I mean, it's literally. Yeah. It's, right, they're building that wall. What goes over those walls? <laughs> drones. It's, it's really true. Damn. But, uh, yeah, there was actually, like, I was, the the interesting story is that this woman just last night apparently was driving. It was after dark, and, um, you know, she saw one. Mm -hmm. And so she had pulled over, I guess, to get a closer look, and she saw it flying lower and lower, only about 40 feet off the ground, and actually almost ran into a vehicle. 
just the other day, one almost hit a life light helicopter. So, I mean, it's, it's getting dangerous. They're looking into people's houses. People are reporting uh, outdoor camera interference after they've flown by. So this doesn't feel, this, uh, my question is, is how do they, if they don't know what it is, how do they know it's not malicious? Right. Hmm. And, uh, Actually, what, what the range? Well, I don't know what the range is. Uh, of, of them drones, because it has to be, can they only go so close, far. actually. Hmm. Pretty, you know it's, I think, I, I want to say it's, I mean, it's, I, I forgot my notes, like I said. Like they can't be in another state, is what no, I'm saying. And they have to be close by. The interesting thing, too, is you had mentioned that they had people on the lookout for these uh, these trucks. Yeah. They've called that off. Why? They, yeah. I, the statement that was issued, you can find it on the actual uh, official Facebook. I have it right here. Um, but basically, they're just saying that it's out of their jurisdiction and that they they just they don't want people looking for it anymore. It's uh, Phillips County Sheriff's Office. It just said uh, the information that they have posted requesting the public's assistance is uh, no longer pertinent or relevant. Are they going to make their way to Tennessee? Probably. I mean, well, probably not, is my guess. Or you get, know why? They're going to get shot Because we would shoot them down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, <laughs> when you buy a property, you do own the airspace yes, above you your do. house. Yes, you do. Hmm. Um, that's yeah, that's yeah. in every that's uh, national. That's I know. not anything state. <laughs> but to, to hit a target up like that, I mean, you uh, would need uh, some type of heat-seeking type of weapon. No, you no. don't. Mm. They're not that far. That high up? No, nope. listen, the geese, the geese are flying higher. Yeah. Oh, the geese. Oh. Yeah, ski shooting, you know? <laughs> ah, skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> right. What? Skeet shooting. From the window to the wall. Right. right. It's spelled different. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, approximately a hundred feet up. I mean, they're literally they're saying that there's. They're a hundred feet up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's they're too close. Barely, and six feet close. wingspan. Six to eight. That's kind of mm-hmm. scary. Very. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> that's a three oh eight. Take that out, man. <laughs> I would throw rocks even. You probably could, as close as they are. <laughs> right. Jason Hodges, what if it comes to Tennessee? What are we going to do, Jason? Well, you just said you're going to shoot them down. <laughs> yeah. so we're good. I'm yeah. not. I'm going to film it. I, <laughs> I'll shoot them, Joe. Live. Check this out. Woo. You, can, you can film me shooting them, Joe. This is a, this is a mm. creepy, interesting one, and I hope we find that an answer soon. Yeah, I do, too. Well, I the good thing know. is Fort Campbell will take care of them flying uh, in our airspace, yes. so we're, we're covered over here. That's my logic, too. I say they should try doing this over in the Iran's airport. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> put, put some Ukrainians Ooh. on it. You know. Find out who's on that drone. <laughs> nice job, Jenna. Thank you. All right, coming up, Clarksville. Representative Jason Hodges joins us to go over his new Tennessee state bills that are on the floor dealing with children rapists being charged as adults and also lowering the cost of medicine for Tennessee residents to include insulin. <sighs> It's crazy how much they're charging for this stuff. Right. Oh, I know. This is, uh, this is, as they say, cray-cray. <laughs> yeah. Plus, where does he stand on the Nashville bill that will change the law of idling your car? Yeah. <sighs> Man, they just want to take over everything. <laughs> yeah, Representative Jason Hodges is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, this is Jen Maloney, and I got married at the Clarksville Regional Airport October 26th as it blew away. And you're listening to The Joe Padula Show.
Absolutely. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, that's now a lie. Joe Padula of the Joe Padula Show here, and Christy K. May of Legend Acres. She has the ways to get your puppy to truly enjoy life. Legend Acres offers horse and dog boarding, horse and dog training, small pet boarding, riding lessons, after-school programs, youth camps at such affordable prices. They're located right over there in Stewart County. For more information and registration details, just go to legendacresboarding.com. Absolutely. This is Lawyer Wayne. Check me out at lawyerwayne.com and check me out on TikTok at Lawyer Wayne. You're listening to The Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Crazy world we live in. Tennessee is getting crazy, too. I'm making a prediction. Tennessee is going to be the new Florida with the stories. No, no, no. Kentucky is going to be first the new Florida. But because we have good leadership, they will ensure that we stay off of the route of Florida. Plus, we don't have bath salts. Yeah. They love those bath salts down there. It's bad. Yeah, it's... it's, it's. We like the the bath bombs here in Tennessee. I've noticed that, right? (laughs) Right? What what do you do? You just put it in the tub? Yeah, you put it in the tub. My daughter got a whole bunch for Christmas, and a few of them that are not as good turned her pink the day before (laughs) the day before going to school. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) What grade she in? She's in third grade. We, we had the same thing happen. It looked like someone was murdered in my bathroom. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> my daughter's a little creepy, so it was even <laughs> scarier. Gee, <laughs> uh, Gary, I, w- I wonder where she gets it from. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Look at that shirt. I love that shirt, man. Her it's favorite Star movie Wars. is It. Oh, It. Her favorite movie is It? Yeah. Dallas, what's your favorite movie? You're nine, right? Which one? Dog's purpose, a dog's says. purpose. But she likes it too. She likes horror movies. We just watched the new Carrie the other night. Which one? The new Carrie. Oh, the that's new really one. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I like the old one with the what's her name? Uh, Sissy Spacek. Yeah, Sissy Spacek. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, Clarksville Representative Jason Hodges joins us to go over his new Tennessee state bills that are on the floor dealing with child rapists being charged as adults, and also. Lowering the cost of medicine for Tennessee residents to include insulin. It's a crazy amount of the prices. Plus, I want to see where he stands on some, uh, some Nashville bills that uh, I think one day might be proposed on the state level, such as the idling your car for only three seconds law. <sighs> I know. What? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll wait until we get into it. It's going to ruin you, Joe. <laughs> I know. Oh, like that, that's my whole thing. No, not three seconds. Uh, three minutes, I believe. Oh, okay. We'll get into it in just a moment. But ladies and gentlemen, representing Jason Hodges, it's Jason Hodges. Thank you. How are you, Jason? Thanks for having me, Joe. Jason, JasonHodges.org yeah. for more cool pictures there. Born to a father, served 20 years in the United States Army. Jason, I mean, uh, it's, he's always known uh, what it is to be a true public servant, says the website. After graduating high school, did you guys know this? Jason began his own journey in public service by joining the United States Marine Corps. Right. Oorah. Hide your crayons. 
Hide your crayons. Yeah. Oh, it's an army. I'll eat them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, the service continues to this day, obviously. is currently uh, District 17. Uh, it was District 17's uh, county commissioner. And now, District 67, representative. Thanks, thanks for what you do, brother. Well, thanks for having me and what you do, Joe. Appreciate oh, I, it. I love it. I love it. Especially topics like this. Like, take this uh, this first one. Why? What, 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 is there a need for children who rape to be charged as adults? Bring us there. What do you got? Sure. So so the scenario is, is a case that happened in Clarksville. You had two 13-year-old boys mm-hmm. um, that held a 15-year-old girl down and, and raped her and videotaped it for about an hour. Oh, my God. Um, they went to court, and uh, uh, because of our state laws, they received six months of probation. Wow. Six wow. months wow. of probation. And, you know, we locked the judge's hands, and, and so both of the bills that I have um, – one bill at the discretion of the judge would, would give that judge the opportunity to, to try um, a child as an adult in rape one cases just like they would in, in murder one or murder two. Um, the other one would allow the judge, again at the judge's discretion, uh, to put the child on the sex offenders list um, in that, that particular case. Um, the reason it's obviously the discretion of the judge we don't want to mandate something like that. Another state that did mandate that had a, a very young child pull down his pants, sit on a, another child's face, right, and he right. finds himself on the sex offenders list. And that's not the goal of this. It's not right. the same thing. Um, yeah, it's not know. not the same thing. I mean, but violent rape, um, we need to do more for, for the 15. I mean, think about this 15-year-old girl, this brave girl, her first experience with the law was we don't care that you were raped. Right. Um, nothing's going to happen, so... You might as well not report it. Um, Have you got any backlash on this? No, not really. No, right? I I, I wouldn't imagine so. Um, you know, there's there's some arguments that that the the male's frontal lobe doesn't fully develop until they're thirty, so they don't truly understand consequences. <laughs> but so much sense. but you know, it, Wait, the, the, really? the, the, that argument for me says that really? we shouldn't treat a 28 year old the same way we treat a 31 year old, and I just oh, I refuse it. to to follow that. You're right. The male. You're right. Lobe, frontal lobe. So we stay dumb till we're uh, like forty. Yeah. Actually, scientifically though, it's around twenty or twenty-two. Man, unbelievable. So uh, okay, so okay, so this one most likely will pass. Are we looking at this year? Yes, we're looking at this year. Yep. Good because we've, uh, got, we've got a whole lot of sponsors. Um, it's a pretty bipartisan bill. Because God forbid something like that happens again, and uh, six months. Hey, and and. and uh, to be honest with you, I hear you. Okay, dumb kids, dumb mistake. Like, but boom, you gotta be, you gotta be persecuted and punished properly for for that type of sure. heinous crime. Sure, right. You know, petty crimes that, that we expect juveniles to commit. I mean, we expect juveniles to do things that adults wouldn't, right? And we don't want to punish them like adults. Um, rape one, a vi- violently raping a woman. Uh, or another child is is not a petty crime. And videoing and, and, it. And videoing, and videoing it. it and, um, you know, smirking in the courtroom and thinking. It's oh, I bet. Yeah, were they jerks in the courtroom? Um, they yeah, knew they were going to get off. So, so can anything uh, happen to them, like, now? No. Get- I mean, you know, mm-hmm. their, their trial's over, um, but we can protect future victims. Right. Um, and, and that's the goal of this. All right, the next one, the, uh, this bill about the uh, the price of insulin. See, I have personal, personally, I have issues with government and regulation sure. and the whole bit. Sure. 
But the price of insulin, what will this bill do? So what this would do is is restrict pharmaceutical companies from charging a patient over $100 a month for insulin. Um, the cost of insulin has tripled in the last 10 years what? for, for, for mm-hmm. no reason whatsoever other than the fact that it's a life-saving drug. Yep. They know people need it. Supply and um, demand. So, so yes. they can charge whatever they want. You know, Never would I advocate that, that we limit the price uh, Sony can make off of a TV, right? Uh-huh. That's, that's, um, that's a luxury. Uh, that's a free market product. Um, when it comes to a life-saving drug, uh, you can charge whatever you want because people have to pay it to survive. Do do they have um, a reason why the price has increased? Because insulin is still yeah, insulin, it's, right? It's a it's a money maker. It's mm-hmm. a big money maker. But um, why so does it cost more to make now than it, it did? It doesn't cost more to make. It, it, they're just selling it for more. So mm-hmm. so think about That's this: the United States uses about fifteen percent of the world's insulin supply, yet we give pharmaceutical companies about 50% of their profit margin on insulin worldwide. Mm. Gary, uh, so my boy's type 1 diabetic mm-hmm. has been a couple of years since we got diagnosed. Um, we're paying 75, 80 bucks with mm-hmm. insurance, with insurance. Yeah. every mm-hmm. month. And you're paying a lot more than that because your insurance right. premiums are a lot. So think about think about the, the real numbers. 10 care, just just right. one one provider of insurance paid about 126 million dollars for insulin last year. Well, well how many how, um, like, well how much are you like okay 70 70 bucks after insurance all right okay yeah. how many times are you buying it every month sometimes mm. twice a month yeah screw well, that that doesn't even count the lancets and the right the lance we've yeah. got good programs the with needles. our insurance that cover oh. the lancets that cover you know his pump supplies mm. but it's ridiculous and the formula for insulin has not changed no. since it was discovered. Years. And do we do we know the uh, the percentage of, uh, of of population that requires insulin? Do we, do we My know? My mama. Uh, of course. I mean, your mom, uh, Gary, uh, your kids, right? I right. mean, yeah, unreal. I, I hear the stories all the time. And uh, but, but man, so what about this bill though? I could see that this bill is not so uh, cut and dry as the other one, where people would be yay or nay. Yeah, I think I think that um, pharmaceutical companies have a lot of money, and they're going to hire lobbyists, and they're uh-huh. they're going to fight it hard. Um, and you know, we're not going to back down from that. We're going to we're going to take the fight to them. And, do you uh, see uh, some uh, some bipartisanship on on this? Oh, one? I absolutely do. Yeah. We we have a, a Republican senator that that is going to sponsor it at the Senate. Um, so it, it's a bipartisan bill as well, um, wow. and, and I think it's it, it has some opportunity. You know, even even if it were to fail, I think what it does is is it lets pharmaceutical companies know um, they might want to check what what they're they're charging people because just because it doesn't pass in Tennessee doesn't mean it won't pass in California or or in Missouri or another state that does pick up the bill and passes it. Um, and I think just that fear alone. Uh, will make them think twice about continuing to raise the price. And could this, uh, if this does get passed, could this lead to other drugs as well? You think that that are overpriced? I don't. I don't want more pharmaceutical companies lobbying against this. So, Understood. So uh, you know, it, 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 I'm going to focus on insulin right Understood. now. Understood. Understood. Um, I'm making a prediction on this one. My prediction is Representative Jason Hodges will change his party, become a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a in order to get this passed. 
<laughs> Welcome aboard, brother. Welcome aboard. I'm a, uh, I'm it's a proud good, Democrat, good to but have I have, you. Uh, have plenty of Republican friends. One of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. Something no, I protect I me love up it. here. I love it. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no defense here. <laughs> I'm neither. You got Dallas in the corner. She, she's got you, right? You got his back, Dallas, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Just remember, he took your seat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, real quick, a, a Metro Council member, okay, this is out of Nashville, is proposing a bill that would impose a $50 fine for drivers who idle their car for longer than three minutes. Mm-hmm. The bill, introduced by a Metro Councilwoman, Tanya Hancock, will also... Well, what? <laughs> Shelly. Shelly, I'm not. I didn't say please, thank anything. you. I didn't say anything. You 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 laughed and you covered I'm your mouth. Because you're laughing. Well, I didn't laugh. Okay. <laughs> so Councilwoman Tanya, okay, uh, would also find drivers who idle longer than a minute in school zones. Yep. Tanya said that uh, those poor students come out of the school at three o'clock and walk around the circle to find their parents' car, and they're breathing in all of this smog, and not to mention those fumes that people in those vehicles have been breathing. When you idle your car for 10 minutes, you put one pound of CO2 in the air, is what she said. So the bill uh, has various uh, exceptions for school buses. They get to idle. Uh, law enforcement, okay, they get to idle. Or uh, drivers stuck in traffic get to idle in this bill. How are they going to enforce if, that is what I want to If I'm know. in my car, it's going to be on. Ain't nobody going to walk up on me and come and carjack me. No, <laughs> ain't going to happen. Mm. <laughs> it's fine. I won't idle. Man. I'll keep my foot on the gas. Yeah, uh, either that or keep it on the brake. <laughs> Here's what scares me, though. I think this is going to get passed in Nashville. How dare you? I, I think <laughs> I've never. Bay just clutches pearls. <laughs> so I, I, I just wonder if it would ever come to Clarksville or something like that. I, I hope not. I love idling my car. But I'll tell you what, though. The, it just eats the gas, though. It really does. Especially in the winter. You got that heat blasting, right? I mean, like, that. it just goes like this, the gas tank. It seems like there should be more important things to worry about than idle times. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, you can walk and chew gum, you know, do two <laughs> different things. And maybe this is her gum chewing while she's doing something else. Well, I don't know what, what other bill she's working on in Nashville, but I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, nice job today. Jason Hodges. Nice work. Thanks for having me, Joe. Put that R next to that name. Here, I'll tell you what. Let me look at your logo here for a second. Hmm. <laughs> And uh, if you want to see his logo, just go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page. Yeah, this is, I like this logo. I do. Well, thank you. But, oh, I should have made it. I would like to see these letter dark red, light red. <laughs> oh, Jesus yep. gracious. <laughs> I think, and, and, and then you could actually not manipulate the Tennessee emblem and actually have it really red, like, like it really is. Oh, I like that. I think it's beautiful think it colors good. here, Joe. Blow looks good. Blue looks good. Tennessee Titan colors, right? Jason yeah, Hodges. Are you looks not a good. Titans fan, Jeff? No, nah, he's a New York Giants fan. Oh, I, I root for these Titans. How about this uh, this weekend, huh? Oh, I can't wait to see it. It should, it should be a good game. Oh, the Giants in the pl- – oh, no, they're not. No, no. But, <laughs> but they are going to the Super Bowl. They are. 
William. They bought tickets. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they bought tickets. They, they, they reserved them. <laughs> they bought them game uh, week week two of the season. They go, <laughs> Might as well go somehow. Yeah. Jason Hodges, right? State representative of big capital R. I like that. It's going to be good. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Coming up. What the hell is going on locally? There are more violent Uber and Lyft rides that are happening in Middle Tennessee. So let's go over the latest one, okay? And also, what you need to know to keep yourself safe when riding in strangers' cars. Plus, also, if, if you're if you're giving a ride to a stranger, Uber drivers. Plus, I have an update in the New Year's crash in Clarksville involving the guy in the motorcycle, right? Mm-hmm. And the mm. girl in the Wrangler, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm. What the hell is going on locally? It's next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. This is Lawyer Wayne. Check me out at LawyerWayne.com and check me out on TikTok at Lawyer Wayne. You're listening to the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. A serious accident can turn your life upside down and could leave you with mounting medical bills while unable to get back to work. Nobody wants that. Pete Olson Law is the help you can depend on when it matters most. No one should have to face such difficult financial pressure when they should be focused on recovering their health. And get this, they only collect attorney's fees if they secure your compensation. Pete Olson Law. For your free consultation and more, visit PeteOlsonLaw.com. Hi there, this is Hannah Price with Voice of Choice. And oh my God, I'm here with the best interviewer I've ever met. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Joe Padula show. Absolutely. <laughs> Gary looks so lonely on the camera. <laughs> right? I'm just too lazy to get out of the chair. <laughs> I've been standing all day. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone's out there enjoying the coffee breaks in our little green room. It's a little different now that we don't play the music, you know? Yeah. It's just quicker. I like it. I like it. We don't lose the momentum of the conversation. Show is, uh, well, it, it's now two hours, okay? The first hour we, we dedicate to uh, national coverage. You know, the, the, the trending topics of, uh, of what's going on in the country and the world. And then the second hour, that's the local focus. You know, where we bring in the, the, the politicians, the, the event makers, the business owners, the people, the standouts, right? And, uh, and yeah, I like it. It's a good format. Plus, I mean, it, it's easier for, uh, for, for our audience out there because, you know, with the... With the post show, you know, you can always go back and watch the video on Facebook, the entire show. Or you can listen. I mean, now we got uh, been uh, got accepted for the Spotify, the show's on now, uh, Apple, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, uh, SoundCloud, uh, plus all the Twitter, the Instagram, the YouTube. And yeah, so it's just it's nice now. It's good. good. It's got a good, a good flow to it. We're a, uh, we're a polished turd is what uh, one person said. So that was good. <laughs> polished turd. Still a turd, but a polished one. <gasps> All right. Well, what the hell is going on locally? I got an update on that uh, New Year's crash in Clarksville involving the guy on the motorcycle and the, and the, and the girl and the, uh, the, the Wrangler. Did you guys see this one, right? Yeah. You guys remember this one? Here's a... This is New Year's Day. Like like hours into New Year's. Let me, uh, let me pull this up here. Boom, 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 boom. So, the motorcyclist, well, he died. He just died. There, uh, here's the story. So, the woman, allegedly driving under the influence, okay, made a left turn in front of an, an oncoming motorcycle, causing uh, severe injuries to the operator. 
So, Clarksville Police Fatal uh, Accident Crash Team, they were called to the intersection of Fort Campbell Boulevard and Quinn Lane. That's over near, like, um, uh, you, you know, what is that, Ollie's? Right? Yeah. Uh, Ollie's, yeah, that, that's over in that area. So, when, uh, when she attempted to make a left turn onto private property, I'm guessing one of the parking lots over there. So, the... Uh, 38-year-old Ariel Hummel. She was driving in the Jeep Wrangler on Fort Campbell Boulevard near Quinn Line, trying to make that left turn into one of those parking lots. They were private property. So the 51-year-old man was headed north onto Fort Campbell Boulevard riding a uh, victory motorcycle when Hummel crossed into his path as she made her turn, causing the motorcycle to collide with the vehicle. The victim, later identified as Harold Perry, was thrown from his motorcycle into the rear tire and frame of the Jeep. Damn. Emergency crews freed Perry. He was transported by life flight in critical condition to Nashville Hospital where he underwent surgeries. Well, Perry died from his injuries January 7th. He was, uh, yeah, damn. Hummel, she was arrested on a, a, a driver under the influence charge on New Year's Day. Posted the $1,500 bond and was released. And then she was rearrested this morning and now faces additional charges of vehicular homicide and failure to yield, resulting in death or injury. She's being held on no bond. Oof. Unreal. New Year's Day, too. Bad situation. It's too easy with Uber and Lyft now. It really is. Was she intoxicated or? Well, she got arrested for uh, for driving under the influence. Okay, yeah, exactly. yeah. My friends, get a ride. Get a ride. Get get a get a friend to a sober friend to ride. I mean, especially on New Year's. I mean, it's amateur hour there, right? It's amateur hour for New Year's. This is this is an amateur hour holiday. <sighs> Two lives ruined needlessly. I know her too, bartender. Uh, yeah, or was a bartender a couple of, uh, a year ago, I think. I think she can say bye bye to the ABC card now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you, I mean, she's <laughs> vehicular homicide. That's eight years. Eight years, huh, babe? Mm-hmm. Damn. But speaking of Uber, like I say, take Uber, use Lyft. But if you take Uber and use Lyft. You, you got to be careful. You got to. Jason, you used a bougie Uber, right? <laughs> no, I just used a regular Uber. I didn't know bougie Uber existed. Oh, yeah. Uber Black, it's nice. Huh? Uber Black, it's called. Yeah. It's a little more expensive. Why would you spend nice. more for because the cut? Nicer vehicle. They got yeah. nicer cars like Lamborghinis and Mercedes. Yeah, and yeah they can keep those. <laughs> I'm not driving the whatever. What, what do you care, though? I mean, it's a taxpayer's money. Just. <laughs> oh, no. Now, why don't you set people straight? People think uh, because, you know, you got a nice tie, a nice shirt, that, uh, that you're a state representative, that uh, here's all the money. Right. Yeah, no, that's no. definitely not. Don't get into politics for the paycheck. I promise you, you'll be disappointed. Right. Oh, same thing with radio. Yeah. <laughs> same thing with radio. And teaching. And teaching. Yeah. Uh. We all have something in common. <laughs> yeah. We're broke. We're broke. <laughs> <laughs> Spent my last dollar on a top. <laughs> at least we can laugh at ourselves. 
Because we cry at night. Uh, <laughs> ugly cries. That's mm-hmm. not a good look. I only have a water bed because of my tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pee myself. Right. Uh, TMI, There are... Uh, I, you got to check out these uh, like uh, these these Uber and Lyft rides that uh, that are happening in Middle Tennessee. I mean, it, it, I don't think we can go two weeks without some type of uh, story that we report on, where there's either the driver or the passenger gets assaulted or something. Mm-hmm. All right, like Wednesday night. Okay, this is according to the arrest warrant. Okay, this is uh, uh this was yesterday, last night, and according to the arrest warrant, the the rideshare driver. Okay, picked up two men from a location in Nashville on Paragon Mills. And they requested to be dropped off at an apartment complex north of Natchez Court. Now, during the ride, the paperwork states that the passenger is in the front seat. Okay, the passenger in the front seat, identified as Roberto Mendoza, pulled out a knife and held it to the, to the driver's throat. The driver then punched Mendoza and was able to get the knife away from him. Well, this is a tough Uber driver. (laughs) Police said that the driver dropped the two men off at the complex on North Natchez Court. Continue to bring them to their destination. Hell no. It's impressive. That's dedication, isn't it? I I hope you got a five-star review. (laughs) (laughs) See, the Uber Black, too, they have cameras. Oh. Oh. Well, well, then the driver flagged down uh, officers in the area. And officers responded to the apartment complex where they said that they located Mendoza, who was armed with a knife. It's not a knife. <laughs> That's a knife. <laughs> so officers, uh, well, they arrested him, booked him into Metro Jail Wednesday night, last night, on a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. His bond was $10,000. If the Uber driver didn't fight back, what do you think would have happened? What's the scenario? Probably got robbed. You think rob robbery? Mm-hmm. What do you got, Jenna? I'm just thinking, like, how really dumb do you have to be to, to put a knife to the person who's driving you in a vehicle? That dumb. That, that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I mean, really? be, because who, if you order the Uber, it's yeah. on your phone. Yeah. It's your information is being... Here it is. Now they they have your credit card, and then they're going to crash and kill you. <laughs> Representative Hodges, why do you think he drove the guy all the way home, the two guys all the way home? I, I cannot answer that question. Me neither. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would be like, hey, you know, I don't have much on me. Uh, i drop you off. You know, he's a tough guy. He said, you don't intimidate me. I'm just going to take your knife. I'm going to drive you I, to your spot. That's great. Get out of my car. And he gives him the knife back. <laughs> Smart move because the weapon's on him now. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, diplomacy would have to go out the window at that point, along with the person who put a knife to my throat. I, <laughs> I got another one where a woman posing as an Uber driver robbed a man after picking him up at a Nashville hotel. So Metro Nashville police said that the victim was picked up at a hotel located just off of Fifth Avenue. And he realized something was wrong when they weren't going in the right direction. A few blocks away, they stopped and a man got into the back, put the victim in a headlock and said, don't move or I'll snap your neck. Now they took 200 bucks, his credit card and 
his hotel key. Oh. Investigators tracked down one of the suspects identified as William Griggs when he was seen on surveillance video using the victim's credit card at a gas station. You idiots. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he caught. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> the woman, not yet arrested. Okay, here's yeah, the thing. He ain't telling. She wasn't the Uber driver. She probably stole. You go to these hotels. Mm-hmm. You ask for an Uber? Come on in. Don't get in the car unless it matches the description. And it's got the license plate and everything. You gotta check. I thought they'd be like uh, taxi cabs, like on the side of the road. I hear you, but when you order an Uber car or a Lyft car, you pick the car, the driver, the description, and everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, like... If you order and it's a, uh, it says I don't know, like a uh, like a, a a Ford Explorer, don't get in a Ford Tempo. <laughs> don't do it. They did one of those. What would you do with uh, John Quinones on that? Okay. About you know, and they just did the social experiment, and they were. Uh, it's surprising how many people just watched this drunk girl get into a car that obviously wasn't her Uber. Mm-hmm. It was, it's it's scary. But wait, there's more. (laughs) Late Saturday afternoon, Uber driver Aaron Pettit says that a woman tried to rob him of money and take his car. It's another one out of Nashville. The, uh, he told her that he was armed with a knife. See, it's not, we gotta ban (laughs) these knives. We gotta ban these knives. (laughs) Uh, all right, so after he told her that, she punched him in the face while another man pulled a gun on him, okay? So police say that they were at the intersection of, uh, of uh, Fane Street and Fairfield Avenue when, uh, that's over by the, uh, the Napier Recreation Center. That's when they were flagged down by Pettit, the driver, okay, the Uber driver, Aaron Pettit, who told them that a black female wearing gray shorts and a grayish t-shirt and a male, a black guy with a handgun, just tried to rob him. Mm. Pettit stated that uh, the female got into his car and asked for a ride and money and, uh, and, and, and anything he had on him. Well, that's when he told her uh, that he had no money, okay, and he wasn't going to give her a ride unless she requested it via Uber. <laughs> so this one sees the Uber sticker. She just gets in, give me a ride. And your money. The female later identified as a 22-year-old, Mariah Nolan. Well, she refused to get out of the guy's car and continued to demand a ride and now a cigarette. <laughs> she wanted a cigarette now. Hold on, I think I got a picture of her. Where, where is she? There she is. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can I kick it? Not her. Not with Mariah. <laughs> so yeah. So after multiple requests for her to exit the vehicle, the driver Pettit eventually told her that that's when he had the knife and she needed to get out of the vehicle. And that's when she punched him in the face, walked around from the passenger side door to the driver's door, and opened it from the outside. Pettit, lock your door. Pettit, when she's out, lock that door. He should have left. Maybe he was still dazed from getting punched in the face. So, well, she opened it 
from the outside. That's when the other dude approached the vehicle with the handgun. Oh, boy. And uh, Mariah Nolan began pulling at Pettit to get him out of the vehicle. Well, Pettit says that he believed they were going to take his vehicle and everything in it. Sounds like it. Well, that's when he's, while he's getting pulled out of the car, slams on the gas. Something you should have done a long time ago, Pettit. Accelerated to the nearby intersection where the officers were also nearby. Well, he alerted them and uh, what was happening. And, uh, yeah, he was uh, speaking to police and he noticed that uh, that uh, Mariah was, uh, was hiding behind a vehicle near the intersection. <laughs> and pointed her out as the female half of the attempted robbery. She began to run to flee the scene. Police said, hey, don't run. But she continued to run. Well, they caught up to her. Detained her. Continued her arrest. Until another officer arrived on the scene and was able to assist with her uh, getting her into custody. You know how? (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. She's charged with felony robbery, by the way. Okay, if you're an Uber driver, you get this. They don't get out. Give them a cigarette. Okay? (laughs) Just drive right to that police station. Yep. I'll give you a ride. I'll give you a ride. You got it. Let's Hit go. him with the fart spray. That's it. Oh, the fart spray is great. But Mariah Nolan, I remember this girl's name. Okay? Last year in late February, there was a Nashville woman who was accused of exposing her boobs and butt in public and then resisting arrest in downtown Nashville. Yep, it was her. 22-year-old Mariah Nolan. Her. Man, she loves trouble. Class act. Right? She was stopped by police while her boobies and buttocks were exposed at the intersection of 2nd Avenue and in Lindsley Avenue. It was Wednesday morning during morning traffic. She was asking for, yes, rides. Should show you her boobs and butts if you give her a ride. Yeah. Well, the officer that showed up offered her a ride. <laughs> right. He did. Probably not to the same destination. Hmm. Uh, well, Mariah gave the officer her name. She said, I'm Mariah Broomfield. Well, failed to... Uh, no name like that came up. Yeah. She tried to uh, resist getting detained. She was giving her pants back. She had to put her pants on. Her pants were off, by the way. Yeah. Like, it was more than just a butt talks, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just want to say anything with the kid in here. Yeah, yeah. All right. They handcuffed her. They failed to uh, multiple times, but they finally got it. And, uh, yeah. You know how uh, they finally detained her? Back then? Pepper spray! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> she's been tased, she's been pepper sprayed. Man! That's what excited her. Yeah. <laughs> Pepper spread. Pepper spread. <laughs> Man, unbelievable. What do you think it is? Is it drugs? Is it drugs? I mean, look at the mugshot. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say affirmative. This was the mugshot after the pepper spray. Oh, well. Yeah. That's the pepper spray mugshot. Unreal. 
So just be careful when doing this Uber stuff, whether you're a driver or a rider. Please be careful. Unlock your damn door. <laughs> Pet it. You could have avoided something. All right, all right, all right. Well, I got one more for you. And then we got to close out the show. Mugshot trivia. Yes. I have a mugshot coming out of Middle Tennessee, and you got to guess the charge. Okay? <laughs> Plus, also, we'll go over what we learned on the show today and wrap it up as we play it safe. <laughs> wrap it up. Worst selfie ever is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, this is Maria Charms with ArtLink, and I love the Joe Padula Show because I like the authenticity of the guests that come on the show, the community business owners, the entrepreneurs, the leaders, and learning about all of the local events, the crazy stories. You got to hear about them, and you're listening to the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Oink. A serious accident can turn your life upside down and could leave you with mounting medical bills while unable to get back to work. Nobody wants that. Pete Olson Law is the help you can depend on when it matters most. No one should have to face such difficult financial pressure when they should be focused on recovering their health. And get this, they only collect attorney's fees if they secure your compensation. Pete Olson Law. For your free consultation and more, visit PeteOlsonLaw.com. The following is a paid advertisement for legal services. Hello, Clarksville. Lawyer Wayne here. Yes, I am a real lawyer, and yes, I have nine kids. Do you know what the number one complaint about lawyers is? It's not how much they cost or even how good a job they do. It's that they don't return phone calls. Well, if you go to LawyerWayne.com, I've got my cell phone number on there. You put it in your phone, and if you need a lawyer, text me. You can come down to my office at 120 South 2nd Street. We can talk about your case. I offer free consultations. Know your rights. Know your options. LawyerWayne.com. Deanna Loveland here, singer-songwriter and harpist, and I love me some Joe Padula Show. Absolutely! <laughs> Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Dallas, the uh, the proper way, and I'm not here to raise anyone's kid, but when you cough, do it in the the pit of your elbow, okay? You know why? So, <coughs> so you cough in there, right? So when you shake people's hands, you don't have your cough on there. And then when you see other people cough in their hands, you uh you flip your hair back and you go, <coughs> you have to cough into the pit of your elbow. She right. normally knows she's supposed to. She's just no, I know, I know. She's on her best behavior for you. Jeff. Yeah, I see that. I see that. <laughs> So, uh, so Dallas, yeah. you got a boyfriend at school? No. No? Do you want a boyfriend at school? No. No? Why not? I don't know. Are they, what, do they have cooties? Do, is this true? No. Oh, I knew. I knew that was a rumor. I should have sued for defamation of character back then. <laughs> right. You had your cootie shot, though. So you were... Yeah. Yeah, the cootie shots. You take a fingernail and you make an X, and that was a cootie shot. You used to do that on mosquito bites, too, to make it stop itching, but it didn't really work. Never worked. I never tried it, but I know it never worked. What's uh? Who's your favorite teacher at school? Um, like throughout the years. Yeah, yeah. Favorite ever. I have to say my, like one of my substitute teachers in kindergarten, Miss Goble. Oh yeah, the substitute teachers, of course. <laughs> but she was our official teacher after our um, like what was supposed to be our teacher for the whole year had a baby. So. Oh, how old is she? 
Like I know. That was in kindergarten. I wasn't paying attention to nobody's age. Good point. Good point. How old are you now? Nine? Nine and a half. Oh, and sorry. Pardon me. (laughs) Don't forget that half. (laughs) How much did... uh, She'll pepper spray you. (laughs) How much did Mrs. Goble uh, weigh? I don't know. That's not polite to ask a woman. Oh, sorry. Age and weight? (laughs) All right. Sorry. Did she Uh, smell? No. I was never too close enough to tell anyway. Good point. Good point. Only time I was when I was at the back table. <laughs> oh, oh, why? Hey, uh, what's the worst punishment you ever gotten from your mom? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> when I threw away my chicken nuggets because I didn't want any. Uh huh. <laughs> what was the punishment? Grounded for about maybe a month. Woo! No, what she? No, no, no. I did not. What Whoa! She had, no. I'm not sure. It was my first grounding though. She uh-huh. was no. She had like 47 <laughs> chicken nuggets that she had dumped behind a nightstand in her bedroom because she didn't want to eat them. Oh, <laughs> hiding the nuggets. <laughs> yeah. I also threw away some because I couldn't yeah. fit them all behind there. Right. Were petrified mm-hmm. chicken. Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Why won't you eat me?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dallas. What is the uh, what is the best present you have ever got from your mom? Probably her. Like she's in the corner over there. Oh, the doll. Yep. Oh, Gary, can you grab the doll? Her name is Penny. Penny. Oh, this is the best present. Yeah, look at Penny. Does Penny pee? Does this is this like a? There it's, there's Penny. Nice job. I, I, she's wearing the Where's Waldo pants. I like that. <laughs> hmm. And you wouldn't know that I've got three kids the way I was holding that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the That's neck. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Third kids, you know. It's real looking, isn't it? Yeah. What's it the, even feels real. What's the, uh, I, I, I got an adult version of that. The, um, <laughs> uh, what, what, is the, uh, what is the worst present your mom ever gave you? I don't it's know. Okay. It's all right. It's okay. Honestly. Um, boxes because we don't. We made this running joke in the family. Oh, she just give you a box, like an empty box? No, no, we have this running joke in the family. When you first open the thing, there's a box, and mm-hmm. we always joke, oh, look, I got a box for Christmas, but there's always something in the box. Right. The best <laughs> present I ever got, actually, was a box. Much different, though, I'll tell you that one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> Hopefully it didn't come no. from your mom. <laughs> Gary! <laughs> <laughs> Teacher Gary! <laughs> Shelly, where were you? <laughs> That's what I've walked in on. That was your fault on that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. You left that box wide open. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hmm. That's a song by Timberlake. (laughs) (laughs) Pinky out. Pinky out. (laughs) All right, mugshot trivia. I got a mugshot coming out of Middle Tennessee, and you got to guess the charge, okay? Oh, no. Oh, no, but here we go. Let's see what we got. Well, you got uh, you got a couple options. You got uh, is it uh, drug, domestic, or theft? Okay, drugs and alcohol is the same thing. Okay, domestic. Well, okay, you know something that happened at a home, and uh, and theft. Right, someone stole something. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. Show me what you got. There she is. Okay. You know what? No, this is a story for tomorrow. Sorry. There's a little tease. Find out what find out why this woman got arrested. <laughs> okay. Find out why she got arrested tomorrow on the show. Oh boy. She looks like a who's that who's that dog? Uh, the dog? Uh, a droopy? droopy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shelly, right? Droopy? Droopy. Right. 
What, what does Droopy say? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what he said. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. There she is. Okay, so. Uh, Teacher Gary, what do you say? That's substance abuse. Okay, so you're on dr- you're going to drug. Okay. Going with drugs. Okay, what kind of drug? I'm, I'm going with meth. Okay, you're going with meth. Now, what'd she do with meth? Possession. Okay, she, uh, uh, where was she uh, hiding it? We're not going to say that on there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So she was hiding meth somewhere on her. Right. Somewhere. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's where you're going with. Yeah. Okay. Jenna, what do you say? Is it uh, is it drugs, domestic, or theft? I'm going to say theft. Theft. Okay. What'd she steal? Oh, shoplifting. Okay. Uh, what do you think she shoplifted? Say a set of Paula Deen cookware. Okay. Paula Deen cookware. Right. Yeah. She supports. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I promise you that Paul Dean cookware was all white, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot all yeah, that. Yeah, remember that? Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> all right. So she got caught shoplifting Paula Dean cookware. She just looks like a, you know. Okay. A pa- Paula Dean shoplifter. Person. Right. Yeah, okay. Shelly? I think it's theft, too. Okay. What'd she steal? I think she's stealing some, um, like, under-eye cover makeup. <laughs> oh, because she needs it? Because she needs it. Okay, so she's maybe she's born with it, and maybe it's Maybelline. I think she's stealing makeup. Okay, uh, where where is she stealing makeup? Ulta. Uh, oh oh she oh she's getting yeah, that boost. It's really expensive, so. Hmm. You know. Bay. Assault. Assault. <laughs> Go on. What what or who did she assault and how? Her boyfriend. Oh, her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. What do you think she did to her boyfriend? Beat him up. <laughs> Why? Why do you think she beat her, her boyfriend up? I don't know. Can't tell Because he wouldn't buy her that makeup. At oh, all. okay. Because <laughs> of the makeup? Right. <laughs> Refusing to buy the gift. Dallas, what do you think? Um, I... What do you think, think happened to her? I think drugs. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> drugs are bad. Don't forget that. No. Okay. Well, Franklin police arrested, you know, Franklin, Tennessee. They arrested this West Virginia woman. After she attempted to remove a stolen vehicle's license plate. Yes, theft. But hold on, there's more. According to reports, Franklin police were called to the Walmart on Mallory Lane after a vehicle was stolen from the parking lot. Officers on the scene worked with security to review surveillance video and later determined that 32-year-old Kristen Kelly from West Virginia... Okay, stole the car after finding a spare key in an unlocked car. Lock your car, please. Please lock, especially at a Walmart parking lot. So, Kristen Kelly, 32-year-old. Oh, boy, 32. She should be still in that makeup. Looking rough for 32, I guess. Well, she loaded items into that car that she stole with... Some shoplifted items that she just shoplifted from Walmart. Nice job, Jenna. Shoplifting. The items she shoplifted were Paula Dean. (laughs) Maybelline. (laughs) Yes. They found makeup, Paula Dean, and meth. (laughs) Well, now officers found found her attempting to remove the stolen vehicle's license plate at a nearby Culver's restaurant. Mm, so she stole the car, went to Culver's, tried to remove the license plate. Why Why remove the license plate? Uh, what, replace it with uh, another one? Yep. Mm. Well, she's, uh, she's being uh, held on a 
$100,000 bond. That's crazy. I'm sorry, a $110,000 no. bond. I'm not even well, kidding. That's higher know, than yeah. the lady that yes. killed the... Well, you know, <laughs> I know. She stole a car, switched the license plate, mm-hmm. and She's that's a flight risk. Yeah, because that's, yeah. that's three charges all right there. Yeah, all right, right. And out of state, right? She's from West Virginia, right? That's a Commonwealth state, too. Man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, she's appearing on court January 16th. You guys want to go? <laughs> Field trip. Right? W- wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Like, we go, oh, there she is. She's, like, famous, right? We could be, like, starstruck. No. Right. <laughs> no, you don't want to go to Dallas? No. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be starstruck by a thief. No. Oh, good point. That's yeah. a good point. She's got morals. Yeah. <laughs> they have pepper spray. They have pepper spray at the courthouse. Uh, I love it. I'm more yeah. likely to release a tarantula on you. Yeah. Tarantula. More like five billion, but hey, a nine-year-old can do what she can. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, Gary, what'd you learn on the show today? I learned that it does not pay to steal from Walmart and go to Culver's. Don't do it. No need to shoplift from Walmart, no matter what it is. Then shoplift a car, okay? And then go to Culver's to change out the license plate. Right. You won't get an audience. Right. Don't go to Culver's. You go behind Walmart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Just don't. Stop stealing things, people. If you don't have it, it's okay. It's okay not to have it. You, you can get it elsewhere. At, at work. Steal from work. <laughs> nice job today, Teacher Gary. Oh, what's the good news? Good news is we've got an event coming up uh-huh. that I was going to talk to you about later. Okay. Um, the 29th. Of February, Leap Day. Uh huh. We're gonna have a banquet to honor veterans and veteran organizations. Yeah. So, look for more That's information coming on that. Good. Yeah, we'll we'll do our, our meeting after the show today. Nice job, Jenna. What'd you learn on the show today? I think the running theme is lock your door. Yes. Lock your lock, door. Lock your door. I mean, whether it's Uber, okay, uh, whether you're you're just parking somewhere at Walmart, lock your door. And don't idle for more than three minutes. Right. Well, Nashville, we'll see if they pass that bill. Well, they they want to give you a $50 well, fine every time you idle longer than three minutes. They got their mission law down there. Man, it's crazy. Nice job today with our conspiracy theory teaching us about the drones. Thanks, sir. I can't wait to find out what the hell's really going on. No, right? Unbelievable. Check out the Tinfoil Hat Podcast group because I'm telling you, we'll, we'll know. There you I go. It'll be there. The Tinfoil Hat Podcast. That's correct. Or check out Sam Triple H. Right. All the links are on this video feed. Yes. Shelly Rock, she put them up. Nice. Shelly, what do you got? uh, What do you got? uh, What'd you learn today? I learned that when they do come to Tennessee, we're going to shoot them down. Yes. (laughs) Yes. When the drones come, okay, we figured out Colorado, they're afraid. But we. We're not afraid. Cletus. (laughs) Cletus, get, get, get that pea shooter. Right. The drones are here. Can't hear it every new year. Yeah. Fourth of July, what people be doing? <laughs> Is that a flying deer? <laughs> Shoot it! <laughs> uh, nice job, Shelly. Nice job. Uh, Bay, what'd you learn on the show today? The first actor, Jesse Smollett. Oh, yes. Jesse Smollett. Yeah. The court has ordered Google to release his search history amongst also the text, the mm. messages, the voicemails from November... 2018 to November 2019, I'm sure something's in there. And I learned that, uh, hey, I am not 
Nope. I never want to give over that information. One, because of the, <laughs> the, the trivia stuff that I research. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Yosef's history. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shelly, I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> Dallas, what'd you learn on the show today? Well, I learned that drums are going to be the death of us and also to keep... Oh, no. Also not to... Uh, to keep your door locked, and also, personally, I'm just here for the Wendy's, but I did have fun. <laughs> <laughs> just here I for love the, her. <laughs> I'm here for the Tomorrow Wendy's, but I did have fun. I did. You know what I learned today? I learned that uh, this is leap year. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> That's what I learned. We got a leap day this year. <laughs> uh, and you're busy that day because you're going to the banquet with us. Sounds like a plan. Good deal. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Glashville, thank you for allowing us, enabling us to tell your story. We'll see you tomorrow on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, this is Teresa Jarvis, mayor of Oak Grove, and Oak Grove loves Joe Padula. But Joe, come on now, enough with the Cat West jokes. Absolutely.